Oh, hey, we're back, folks. We haven't stopped making these. This is Turn-Based Memories, episode 17, wherein one of us plays a JRPG for the very first time, and the other person who has played it and probably really liked it many, many years ago assigns it to the other person. Uh, for this game, my co-host Zoltan has finished a game called Metal Saga for the first time. Uh, to kick things off, I'll give you a rundown of what the game is, my thoughts on it, and then we'll uh, get right into a Q&A with Zoltan and I on his experiences, and it will be magical, and I promise. So, what is Metal Saga? Um, it's a JRPG that came out on the PS2 way back in 2006, which would have been pretty close to when I played it for the very first time. It's a turn-based game, which already puts it right in my wheelhouse, and it has a lot of cool visual and mechanical upgrades that are part of the gameplay systems, which is another thing I'm a huge fan of. Metal Saga has some history with the Metal Max series, but I'm not entirely familiar with any of those games, and I don't think Zoltan is familiar with it either, so don't go looking to us for getting into those connections, because we won't do it. Uh, but let's get quickly through why I picked this game. Uh, the combat system is a testament to not wasting your fucking time. Something easily done in a turn-based game, where repetition is sort of baked into the intended experience. Grinding, as Zoltan is so wont to do, is a famous part of a stat-driven role-playing game, after all. And in Metal Saga, you can just blast through that whole process by holding down a fast-forward button that skips all of the combat animations, resolving even difficult battles in just a few seconds. This does mean that combat isn't the deepest thing in the game, uh, or in role-playing games in general. Uh, but that's okay when you can plow through encounters very effortlessly. It kind of puts you in a nice flow state, I think. The main draw to this, and I believe other Metal Max games as well, is the focus on tanks. The game demands that you spend a lot of time tinkering and upgrading your tanks, which you could bring into combat, because these things seriously bring the heat. All of your stats get a huge buff inside of a tank, but you can't always rely on them. You also have to fight on foot, and the game plays with taking away access to your tanks right when you think you might need them most. Best of all, there's tons of secret optional tanks to find, or simply purchase throughout the game, and each has their own intended specialty in combat. Few games have gotten you to hunt down around for the secrets as much as Metal Saga has managed to do. Seriously, I don't fall for the collect-a-thon thing in very many games, but uh, with my original playthrough and with this subsequent one that I did as a refresher, yeah, I had to go and collect all the tanks again. Uh, the story, well, this game's story is both very funny and very thin. The dialogue is very good and often full of irreverent comedy in a way that you don't see in games of that era. This is the first game, and maybe the only game, that I saw the use of the expression MILF. <laughs> that should give you some idea of what I'm talking about. But the core plot in the world building is not the driving factor. If you get hooked on this game, 
It's going to be because you want to find all the tanks and beat all the tough outlaw boss fights. Not because you need to know what happens next to any of the protagonists or their world. I really can't bring to mind any noteworthy plot points. You're just a hunter, which means you're a mercenary in some post-apocalyptic world who gets paid to kill the world's various bizarre evil people and creatures. Oh, and the creatures are very bizarre. I think this is actually one of the real big fun points about this game. Uh, a big finger on a unicycle that shoots bullets is on the tame side of what you'll be fighting. Another reason why the combat is the bigger focus for me, I just wanted to see what crazy shit I'd find and have to fight next. Like a cult of bodybuilders or a giant jacuzzi ape. Similar to the story and the plot in this game, the music is just a vehicle. It's fine. It just gets you along and it's better than no music at all. Um, that's kind of all I have to say. It's nostalgic for me because there's such a limited number of tracks that listening to the town theme brought me way back to when I was playing this as a freshman in college, but I kind of realize that's not an objective praise of the game. <laughs> Some things I want to touch on about the game, a driving motivation seems to have been built on ease of use, and I mean that from the development standpoint, that was their drive for the player. So aside from the combat speed-up function, you can just teleport to any town, whenever, from anywhere, for free. It's amazing. It does sort of kill that sense of journey, like I mentioned in the uh, Dragon Quest 1 episode. But you do have to at least travel to a location once before you can teleport to it. Maybe that was a little obvious. Also, death is a strangely severe thing in this game compared to other role-playing games because you're given very few revival items and uh, or abilities. Your special moves cost money, by the way, which I think is awesome. Uh, which means getting a dead party member back usually requires warping back to your hometown and having an NPC zap them back to life. So you gotta go ahead and make that journey. If you're in the middle of a dungeon, you can't just warp out of a dungeon. Now, enough about my nostalgia trip. What about Sultan? How is he going to like this game? Well, we'll find out in a moment, but I think that it's very grindable, this game. And we all know that's his fun fetish. <laughs> so... Uh, I'm not sure if he's going to be very motivated about this particular grind, though. Uh, the world is very bleak and flat, and there's not a single damn anime boob to be found flopping around. And the music is probably about as serviceable as serviceable gets. That's another thing that he pays a lot of attention to. And uh, that's going to be about all I have to say, unless Zoltan has a much greater love of tanks and equipment upgrading than I originally thought, then I'm going to have to say he'll be uh, kind of in the middle on this particular game. Uh, but hey, I love it. Give me tanks and upgrades all day. Is that tank slightly cooler? Can I color it blue? I'm in.
Welcome back, everybody. This is our second segment where we do a little question and answer with my co-host Zoltan. There he is. Hello. Hey, here I am. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what are you, what's your first thought about this game, Zoltan? <laughs> my Just first one quick thing. Yeah. Um, I guess the <laughs> first thing that popped in my head when I started playing the game was like, oh. The word metal is not just referring to the tanks, but the soundtrack as well. But they oh. uh, they deceived me. It's just the one song. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. That's true. I was like, yeah, am I forgetting a whole bunch of soundtracks? No. It's know. just the first song. <laughs> the opening yeah, song, so... which is also the boss song. That's all. It's a nice little guitar song. but It is a good battle scene. That's very true. And that like kind of like real good riff at the beginning. I don't know what you call that opening like peel of the guitar. Uh well it's a melody. I'd call it a melody. The very opening where it's like like you know what I'm talking about, right? Oh like the slide or whatever? Yeah, I guess that's what it is. Yeah, just the slide. I think very rock and roll sound to me. Yeah, it was. There's a little bit it's right up there in between hard rock and heavy metal riding the line on both of them. And it was pretty groovy. Yeah. So as for the rest of the soundtrack, like I said in my piece, um, very uh, nostalgic for me because again, this is kind of an old game at this point. You know, two thousand six. Yeah. Uh, kind of reminds me of being in that sort of time and place when I played it, but not otherwise. Uh-huh. <laughs> A particularly great soundtrack. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, it doesn't really stand out. It. Uh, I think I said this about. Some of the game we recently played, it kind of has the uh, stock music, little bit generic. Mm. I mean, yeah, a little bit generic it kind of feels, but I don't know. It still is really catchy at some parts. Uh, the one that always got stuck in my head, aside from that uh, boss music that I just mentioned, was the freaking town, like the first town music. Yeah, that freaking piano, and then the freaking horns are like, and it's like, whoa, this got jazzy. Yeah, it's interesting. There's a couple other real low-key, sort of melancholic sound uh, tracks throughout the game. I think right at the beginning is one, and uh, the town overworld, I think, is kind of like very disparate sort of soundtrack. Yeah, kind of. Um, There's this kind of a little bit sad-sounding piano song for one of the towns. Yeah. (laughs) For Belladere or something. It's all kind of of that order and i feel like it fits the um sort of like the story and the setting in a good and a bad way because the story and the setting are both really dull and flat on purpose but also it's not a good thing (laughs) i don't know uh not so much a question i guess in this particular case is just like a don't you agree (laughs) yeah well i guess yeah it doesn't stand out is the only thing so it yeah, does its job. And, it's like the Tales of Vesperia yeah. soundtrack, which was a uh, Motu Sakuraba. We both agreed. I recently listened to that episode again. We were both like, yeah, it's kind of vanilla. <laughs> yeah, it kind of is. So, um, first real question I had beside that general one is, uh, how long, if at all, did it take you to discover the fast-forward button? Not that long. So, um, yeah, it was a revelation. My mind was blown when it happened because this is a PlayStation 2 game. Mm. And they're putting in, like, the, 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 it's like the latest 
um, quality of life feature, isn't it, these days? Mm. It's the one Kinda that... Is. Right? That's like, it started with maybe the Zodiac Age or something like that. Uh, and now, True. like, all the recent Final Fantasies have it and some other recent remakes, I think, have it. But this game had it back on the PlayStation 2. And the reason I found it, was able to find it, was because when you highlight an enemy, there's that little scrolling text box mm -hmm. that shows all the details that you want to know about it but you have to wait till it gets to the information that you want to see if it's the later aspect like i want to know right now if this uh enemy which is a flying enemy but is it even though it's in the air is it considered airborne status or normal right. status for example yeah. and that's like at the end of the text box and I was messing around with a button to see if anything would speed that up, and I found I was like, "Oh, great! There's a button to speed up the text." The text box. box. <laughs> Just the text box, of course. Happened uh -huh. to somehow still hold it during a turn. Yeah. It speeds up everything, dude. Holy yeah. crap! It just like basically cancels animations. Like no more animations, just numbers flying around. Totally. Yeah. So oh, it's so good. Yeah, and I was like, holy crap. Is it time to grind? I think it's time to grind. <laughs> I think so. I think it actually makes the grind just, like, fucking blows it wide open. So there's a fair amount of stuff to actually, like, grind for in this game, or at least explore for. Explore so, for sure, yeah. Yeah, because you got the metal detector, I'm assuming. I did find that, or the mine detector, yeah. Mine detector, and, yeah. There's but, I mean, so I used it uh, sometimes, and I found uh, something, like, just things. a random sure. it, it, freaking mysterious rock and shiny <laughs> rock and smooth sure. rock. It's like, why do I need all these goddamn rocks? And <laughs> um, the first time I found a mysterious rock, I was like, a mysterious rock, I was thinking, oh, man, this is probably important to make something later kept all those i'm pretty sure now i didn't go check later but i'm pretty sure now all those rocks were just for throwing <laughs> yeah i think they're all there are a lot of like junk items um so eventually i gave up of... using that thing the uh the mine detector uh... and what i did because i have a turbo controller for my playstation 2 i sure. put the x button on turbo and i just uh... started roaming around the tank while holding nice. the x button it is amazing how many freaking items are buried in the deserts out there. Oh, just, man, dude. Just, just tons of them, and they're, and they're all crappy, though. Most of them. <laughs> oh, yeah, most of them. But there are some very important things that you find or can find. Yeah, there's some, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like tanks. Exactly. I found a tank out there. Ooh, there's a bunch. There's, like, a bunch. There's, like, maybe three or four in the entire world map that you can find that are... Not always great. Like, there's a lot. There's actually a fair amount of tanks. Uh, and I don't know if you went nuts and tried to find them all or maybe use the guy at any point to, like, collect them all. But the game kind of fakes you out because you get that parking garage in yeah. your home base, remember? Yeah. And it's only got so many spots. But if you find enough tanks... They get more? like an email from your dad and say, like, hey, I built out the garage. I put more spaces in it. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it's like, oh, shit. And uh, like it doubles the size. I'm like, God. Yeah. I think I looked later. I didn't try to do that when I was in the game to get sure. them all when I was playing the game myself. And I played without a guide. But I later on was looking at a guide after we were all done. And um, mm. I was like, how many tanks are there? There's like, I can't remember now. It's either 15 or 19. I think it was 19. So that's yeah, a lot. Of, that. Yeah, so that's a lot of tanks and um impressive. But for me the thing with the tanks, the kind of thing that makes me not care to 
to find them all is that they're not all that going to be all that different from each other. I think if you find the best yeah. one, it's a little bit better than the, the earlier ones. But, yeah. but you're going to... I use that buggy, the first one you find, the part, the yeah. one you have to find as part of the story. Um, I just, I kept upgrading that, and the buggy never sucked. So I just kept using Man. the buggy. Well, all, the thing, the, the thing about the the better tanks is they have a better, um, they have like a higher, uh, a, a larger number of slots for weapons. So you can like dual wield weapons and fire two weapons at once, basically like two sub weapons or whatever they're called. Oh, really? And yeah, mm. you basically like double your damage essentially. Okay, I never and, figured that out. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. So if you have two, because some of the tanks have like a shit ton of weapon mounts, which lowers like raises how much your tank weighs, which means you have to take off a certain amount of armor tiles. Yeah, that's right. It's a weird system. Like, it's a cool there's a system. whole I like weight it. system. Yeah, yeah the weight really system's cool. cool. Like, the whole customization system is based around the weight of your tank. And the heavier your tank is, um, the fewer armor tiles, which is essentially your tank's HP, you can you have. Can equip, yeah. And you can, if you have too many armor tiles, you can always just take them off for free, like throw them out. Yeah, just discard them and lose them, but yeah. And then if you take damage, you can go to a repair shop and they put them back on for a price. Totally. So it's a really elegant kind of system. You buy items that increase the weight load, like engines that increase the weight load of yes. your... Uh, your tank. Of your tank. Yeah. And um, that means you have more room either for heavier or more weapon mounts. Or more armor tiles, just increase your HP on your tank. Totally, yeah. So I, I really enjoyed that a whole lot. Um, Man, you must have a lot of HP on that fucking buggy because the tank has a native weight to it, and some tanks are just because they're bigger have more weight, so there's going to be less room for armor tiles. Oh yeah, I didn't think of that. Yeah, so I guess then at the end of the game, of yeah, I, I I didn't get any like super secret stuff, but I think I found all the. Uh, best tank parts because i think they're all just sure. in that final town hell's keep yeah. um and so sure. yeah i i think so and so anyway um i mac i de totally decked out uh my tanks over there in that town grinded mm. for lots of money and did it yeah. and then yeah my freaking buggy you know it it uh yeah, I guess now now I see what you're saying about you can put more weapons on a newer tank because you can only put one main gun and one, one sub gun and one that's sub it. Gun, yeah, yeah. So and there's different like anti-air mounts and, yes. and tank gun mounts. Right? Yes. So. Uh, but I didn't put that on the buggy, so I yeah. I found no, a tank. I can't that believe was... you rocked the buggy for like the entire game. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I did. That's um, awesome. Yeah, and so, so then I was noticing after I put the final engine just like geez i have like a million hp now because yeah. i have the heaviest weapons but you know it's, i i mean I, I just assumed that was the uh the perk of the latest engine but uh mm. yeah i guess i should have got some more impressive tanks and tried them out more but uh it costs a lot of in-game money to you know keep dicking out new tanks also yes, right so and there's also that clumsy process of well I got this other tank all right now I gotta bring this one back okay now I gotta tow the other one yeah <laughs> and then I gotta throw all the stuff off of this onto that now it's overloaded so I can't move while I do exactly. all this yeah. and then it becomes a bit of a process to like 
gear up a new tank and if you want to shuffle people around in different tanks it's kind of also a process i mean really all menu work in this game is kind of terrible i it think it kind of is yeah um, but mm. actually there is another thing that you can do i don't know if you discovered there what? are like hot buttons that you can assign if you go into the menu the satcom menu yeah which is where the map is mm. there's an options button where it's like okay do you want like tank equipment to be the x button and it's like, what well what is that and there's do all then? these how does it work then so when do you so push instead it instead of opening the menu button or you know not, not maybe not the x button but like the select button okay so instead of going into the menu with what the triangle right yeah and then that's the first menu and then you go down 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 to the tank menu and then you go to the tank equipment yeah. you can just press select go right to the tanks Oh, that's pretty and good. Back out directly from there, and you can do it for almost any action. You can put the uh, select button is the mine detector. Oh man, I should have. Okay, yeah, I, feel dumb now. I forgot about <laughs> that until several hours through this playthrough. Like mm. that's how like unsurfaced that option is. Yeah, I saw hot but hot button thing in there, but um, but a uh, hotkey, you know, options in there, but. I mean, I didn't think it would be a thing I can use to instantly change. And I guess I didn't think of what it could really be used for. And there's also, you can, like, attack with your tank out on the field. And I don't think there's any reason to do that. Like, How you do you do that? Well, it's I'm... another hot button. But I pushed all the buttons, so you have to assign it first, and then you can do it? Unassigned by default, and then you can turn the turret <sighs> with the right control stick. I did that. And press... <laughs> and then press a different button to fire the cannon, but it doesn't do anything. It just looks cool. It's just fine, right? <laughs> it just looks cool. Yeah, because I know sure. I can turn the turret. That's got to yeah. be useful for something, but it never was. <laughs> never was. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so um, that's so I'm cool. guessing you explored all or most of the map. Oh, dude. Unlocked the whole went goddamn all over? thing. Okay. So you found the dogs, right? The dogs. Uh-oh. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, the dog party member. Yeah, I found it. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Okay. So okay. I, I maybe I probably didn't go into all of the uh, dungeons, yeah. uh, sure. like on the latter half. In fact, I didn't finish the final dungeon to be honest. But the the end of this game falls apart. Like I don't blame you because I don't know. It took me a while on my first playthrough to like pick it back up and like bother if it and mm. I really don't remember much of the ending. But the um all the story details came out in there. Yeah, the story details like they're like, oh, oh story. Oh yeah. I forgot. Yeah, we forgot like, about game, that. Yeah. <laughs> Playing this for the story? I guess we are a fucking yeah. for something. And well, they, so we're talking about the dogs yeah. first. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the dogs. What dog did you pick? I picked the uh Shiba. Because I live in Japan and Shibas are the thing out here. <laughs> what did the Shiba do? They all do something different. Oh, are they all different? I, I thought they were all going to be the same. They all have different skills. So the Shiba, yeah. I mean, he just has a cannon on his back and he yeah. shoots the enemy. And I mean, he's going to do whatever skills that I assign him by talking to the skill master guy, right? So, um, Maybe they come with certain skills. Because yeah, the but you can change Saint them later. Bernard, I guess... Hmm. There's there's something that they do that's special. I'm not sure where it is. Maybe it's not their skills, but the Saint Bernard had like healing, like really good ones. Huh. Okay. Like, so he was like my main healer, and I remember picking him the first time too. 
Um, and I looked online after the words, and everyone was like, yeah, you got picked super Oh, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, crap. I, I picked the Shiba, and he was just all about the, the cannon on his back and just shooting yeah, the enemy. They all, they all have, like, little cannons. Uh, but I thought, maybe I'm wrong, but there is that skill master who just was like, you're by a skill. Okay. Like, everything in this game is kind of, like, weirdly easy to do and simple. <laughs> if you, ha- This is one of those games where all you need is money. Yeah, everything. What uh-huh. your fu- and I mentioned this in my script. Your fucking skills just cost money. <laughs> oh, dude, got a story about that. Go for it. Oh man. So I went to one of the skill guys. He had a bunch of uh, a bunch of, you know, what are they called? Passive skills where like just uh, it, it says uh, in parentheses yes. auto, meaning yes. so for example. Attack up during battle. It's a passive auto. skill. So it means just your attack is stronger all the time in the battles, yes. right? It's, and so I'm like, well, I want that. Defense uh-huh. up, accuracy up. Got all those. Oh, no. And I wasn't no realizing the reason because right at the same time, roughly, I found the uh, that girl and that guy in the bar. There's the guy mm-hmm. with the sword and the girl with the guns, the cowboy yes. girl, cowgirl looking lady. And so I picked her. And I brought her into my party. And for a while, I was thinking, oh, okay. I guess when you hire more guys, they cost money. <laughs> and then I, and so, because I was losing like just 50 gold per battle, like it's at expense. And I'm like, okay. Then I went to that skill place and then I started fighting more battles. And then it started saying minus 500 gold every battle. I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Why is it minus 500? Is she getting more expensive the better I make her? But I kept playing like that for a long time, just trying to, uh, um, you know, make just fight better enemies to make up for the for the expense. Sure. And then I just had the idea. I wonder if these skills are doing it to me. Just from out of nowhere, I thought because when you use regular uh, active skills like attack skills and stuff, You're they expensive. they also don't cost magic. They cost money. Yeah. And so took off all that stuff lo and behold now i'm not being charged money anymore couldn't believe that <laughs> i went <laughs> negative ten thousand dollars before i finally took care of that problem <laughs> Jesus. although money is kind of easier to come by especially when you just grind your face off with the fast forward button but still <laughs> except when you're getting minus 500 gold every bag. i guess that only works at the end of the game <laughs> yeah that's true you're probably operating a deficit that entire time right? i was for a long time yeah because the middle oh, of the game the man. guys don't give you they give you just around 500 dollars per battle sure, so it's yeah. like most of the time you're going to be going Shit. a little bit less a little bit less <laughs> oh my gosh yeah yeah that, so that, that, was, that was an interesting thing uh i always wondered like who the fuck am i paying i'm using these skills paying myself <laughs> that's a good point yeah <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's that when the, your main character starts with where he like summons a helicopter or a, a plane and a fucking it shoots laser a laser from a satellite. And I guess I'm paying whoever owns the satellite. I don't exactly. know what's going on here. Exactly. You have to pay for that. It costs money. Yo. Busts out a laptop, presses the buttons on a satellite, shoots a laser at people. It doesn't this have. This game is really crazy. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have solar panels on it. So you have to pay <laughs> money for it to keep working. <laughs> Yeah, one of the things I mentioned in my script is just how fucking nuts this game is. Like the enemies that you fight in this game. <laughs> They're weird. Tomato dudes with knives freaking attack of the killer tomatoes in the desert. Yes. <laughs> yes. A giant 
uh, airplane that flaps its wings like a bird. Yeah, is one of them. Uh, I mentioned the the finger gun on a unicycle. Yeah, that was one. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. There's a whole lot of like weapons with legs in this yeah, game too. There That's are. a big theme they like. <laughs> I, I enjoyed the uh, the piranha shaped blimp looking things. Just oh a, yeah, it's like a blimp with the balloon part being look like the shape of a piranha, <laughs> the fish. <laughs> it's like it's a one. little tragic because you're just gonna hold on to that button and they're all just gonna blink out of existence in two seconds. But they all have animations and some of them are kind of interesting. Yeah, and I'm like eh, sometimes I want to watch this, but uh, then I'm like, eh, I don't think I really care. <laughs> yeah, it's like you watch one animation once, like okay, that was nice, but now I've seen it. R R one yeah. button L two button whichever button it was I forgot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's interesting. I I also kind of liked, and this is something I'm curious. Like, did, how did you think the difficulty curve was in this game overall? Like, did so, it get like too hard at some point for you at all? So I'm not sure. The thing is, it was all over the place. It was spikes and then plateaus all over the time, to- all yes. all the time because like. I'm not entirely sure what the intended order of places to go is. So in the beginning, it's not too hard because they're like the first town. The next town is over there. And so you go to the next town and you stop at whatever places you find along the way. And everything is just the right level right at the beginning. And you take some damage and you deal some damage. Um, That's not at all what the game is like once you get into the later parts. So so like once I... uh, finished doing all the, all the most eastern side of the world map. Then you have to take a train to get to the middle section of the world map or drive your car through there, which is just suicide. <laughs> I did suicide that. not even because the enemies are tough, but because they fucking jack the encounter rate up. I know! Holy <laughs> It's literally step, step, encounter. Yeah, step, step, encounter. Totally. You can't get through a screen without at least ten encounters. It's nuts. Totally. So, uh... You know, I kept, uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, you're not supposed to go that way. I took the train, I got yeah. over there, and all of a sudden, every enemy is destroying you like you're not supposed to be there yet. <laughs> and so I went back up to the most northern dungeon on the most eastern side of the map, where it's a dungeon where you go inside, and there's actually, I forgot the name of it, but there's like a town inside there where you, you have to get out of your tanks, go into this building, which goes down underground. And yeah, then yep. every room is like a kind of like one of the like there's the tavern room and the save yep. room and all that kind of stuff. And then you go down all the way in the bottom and you're in like a sewer dungeon and you're not in tanks yep. of course, you're just walking. Fuck that place. Yeah. So uh well the cool thing about the kind of cool thing about dungeons like that is that you don't need your tank and so there's uh I guess it's what I want to say is it's it's kind of less work you have to do to to keep le- uh during the grind, because when you're in your tank, you take damage, and the only way to heal it is to either have lots of those tile packs on you, or you gotta go all the way, or transport, teleport, I use the teleport option, to get back, and then (laughs) repair your tanks, and then go back out there again, right? You have to keep going back and forth when you use tanks, but when you're in the dungeon, not as much back and forth work, so I kind of enjoyed that. Unless someone dies. Yes. (laughs) That's something That's I right. mentioned. I think there's only I think I read that there's only one resurrection item in the entire game and I never found it. 
I don't recall if there was like some ultimate skill at some point or whatever, but during this playthrough, I sure as hell didn't find it. So if one of your characters dies on foot, oh, that's right, they're dead. Yeah, and they have to get resurrected in the town that the original town. There's a dude there who, for free, will just zap them back to life. Yeah, and but it's a schlep, and you can't warp out of dungeons. So if you're in the middle of a dungeon, Hmm. right? Or can you? Well, if you die, you automatically get warped out of the dungeon. No, but if like one of your dudes, if just one dies, you have to go there. Yeah, (laughs) you have to physically walk out of the dungeon before you can warp. That's right. I believe so. You can't warp to the entrance, right? I'm not imagining. You might have been able to, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. Either way, it's because if you're down a person, oh, that's right. Only if it's a tank dungeon. Yeah, (laughs) only if it's a tank dungeon, you can do that. If it's not, you have to walk out. Okay, right. Yeah, you need to be in the vehicle. Yeah. Because I think it's part of your vehicle, right? It's a thing you put on the vehicle. You install it, yeah. I installed that yeah. thing. Was so, you so need to be stoked. In the tank. Hmm. Yes, that that is another like that is a big yeah. deal about this game. You can just freely just burp, burp, everywhere, warp everywhere, when the fuck ever, yeah. instantly, all the time. Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> this is like a game, and I mentioned this in my script. I'm like. This is a game that is, like, all about not wasting your time. Like, something about the development in this game was like, we're just going to fucking speed everything up. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah, it seems like it. <laughs> and I was like, great. It's great. This is great to play. I love it. This whole experience is really easy to just, like, get through um, to, you know, the pluses and minuses of the experience on some degree. Like, kind of, like, the experience feels really muted, like... Not very memorable in a way. Well, I remember it perfectly, actually, because the thing about the experience in this game is every level takes exactly 100 experience. Oh, that's right. You count experience. I notice it. Well, I just notice it. Every time it's 100. Oh, no, the level ups. The level ups, you're right. Yes. Yeah. And the level, not the level ups. I mean, the amount of experience required to level up is always 100. I don't, yeah, I didn't count all the points of what I was getting out of each level up. I didn't do that. Um, But, I mean, once you get to a new area... Because the way this game works, unless you're really good at, I mean, unless, I guess if I, I had kind of gone out of my way to find harder areas, so it's my own fault, but uh, the way this game worked for me is you find a, a way, an area that's kind of way too high level for you, <laughs> and yes. just stick it out and try to survive a couple battles, and then, and then heal, and then go back, and you do that, and then after a while, you you literally, every single battle is a level it's up. Because, yes. um, it's... I don't know if it's possible to get more than 100, but seriously, yeah. I'm getting 100 experience exactly every battle and every battle going up a level. Um, yes. And then after you get up to a certain level, all the people drop, all the enemies drop down in experience points that they give you by half. Mm-hmm. And then by another half, so they only, the battles only give you like 25, and then they get lower and lower. And eventually, they just give you a single experience Nothing. point. Yeah, like one point. Yeah, yes. you get one point. And so I went up a few This is the Mario levels. RPG <laughs> rules of experience systems. Yes. So so they had that, and that was that made it kind of interesting, I, I think. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Since, it, it, since you're going like to hold... math in the background about how much the experience weighs in the background. Mm. I think that's how that's working. Yeah. So anyway, I did a lot of that kind of grinding where you go to the place you're not supposed to go yet. And but if you do that, you kind of mess up your experience. So I messed up my experience. That means because then you can go back, and you just hold the L two button or whatever, and utterly annihilate the freaking 
what is it? The Orochi Where boss. Where we were supposed to be. Yeah. The Orochi right, boss, right. which should have been really freaking scary, right? <laughs> sure. <laughs> so, just like, pow, 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 they're dead. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, and it's a boss and you only got one experience point. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. This game's difficulty curve, I think, because like, there are just pockets of lethal ass enemies that, like you said, you can kind of stick it out with sort of. And they're all worth a just like, ex- like you said, exactly a level because that's the way the experience system works. Yeah. And the character levels in this game, you level up a lot. You like, do. Even if you play this game normally, you just constantly get levels. You're going to be well over level 100 by the time you're done with a normal playthrough of this Dude, game. Dude, that freaked me out. I was like, wait a minute. It's, <laughs> I'm not done getting levels yet at 99. I freaked out nope. when it happened. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that they're like even if you get everything, you're not gonna hit the max level cap and I assume it's like nine hundred and ninety nine, I guess. I don't know oh, how what? it works. Everything everything probably just starts giving you one experience and like But they don't it. cap it? Whoa. I don't know. I don't know. I'm sure you could look it up. Maybe it's something lower than that, but I have to assume program uh you know, programmatically it's probably just nine nine nine, but maybe not. I thought uh, it was gonna be like 160 or something. That's what I thought. I didn't think it Should would be, be that, but I think <laughs> I've heard of people being over 160 because I was reading some threads about some of the other things because that's one of the other things um, about this game that I was going to ask. So the, there are a lot of like little collectibles and weird, mysterious things all throughout this game that are like, what does this do? Totally. I don't really know. Maybe this is a side quest. Maybe this is nothing. So all throughout the game, this is one of those games where you gotta grind up on every fucking like windowsill to find a collectible. Yes. One of those games. <laughs> so <laughs> and, many collectibles. Like, yeah. And one of the main collectibles that you get throughout this game are the ti- uh, big metals. Not tiny metals, big metals. Tiny metals big... is from Dragon Quest. <laughs> that's right. I you're right. I guess that's a riff on tiny metals. Right? I guess so, yeah. That's what I think. Too. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> um and you have to turn them all in. To that bunny man. To the guy with the dog mask or the bunny mask, yeah. The guy with the bunny mask who shows up sometimes in other towns and disappears after saying something cryptic. Yes. And you have to go back to your hometown, which is easy. You just teleport back. And you hand them all in, which is important mm-hmm. because you have a limited fucking inventory in this game. Oh, man. 64 items is kind of harsh. Kind of tough when, when not everything stacks. Nothing stacks, I think. Did something stack? Nothing I think nothing I, stacks, oh, yo. Nothing stacks. That's right. And um, freaking, you keep finding all <laughs> over the place shiny rocks and smooth rocks, yeah. like stuff you don't need. <laughs> so that's what really drove me crazy about the inventory system. And there's all these freaking pieces of junk. I mean, not. I mean, it has the word yeah. junk in the name. I mean, you're right. Vehicle junk and special junk and unknown junk. And you're supposed to take those all <laughs> to a camp. A trader yeah. camp, and they okay. identify it for you. And what the hell are all these things, you think? And you're supposed to take those to the assembler guy, like the guy who makes items out of parts in one of the towns. Yes. But the thing is, you don't know what items you're going to need to make what. Like what? You don't know what you can make, and you don't no, know no what, what items are required to make it either. You don't know anything. So the only way to uh, really make stuff for a person who's not using a guide is to just get all the ones you've had 
of gotten this far. Like, just put everything else that you that's actually important into safe store into storage. Yeah. Take storage. out all those items out of storage, and then go to the town and make whatever you can. See what you can make, and then go back to that town. Put all the leftover items you didn't use back in the storage, and get back all your important items back out of it. Drives me goddamn insane. Yes. And this is a game that fucking loves giving you cute little items that do nothing. <laughs> Freaking... Here's a big glove. Yeah. And then, like, the text is like, it's real big. Yeah. And it's like, what do you do with this? Yeah, I know, right? So it's... you put it in storage and you fucking forget that you have it. And before you do that, of course, it's taking up a goddamn slot in your inventory that you can have healing items in. Dude, <laughs> If you sleep at the most expensive room at the inn and you search the room, oh, you can find God. a freaking a bathrobe, a bar of soap. Bar of soap, <laughs> slippers, all this shit. That they and they don't do anything. <laughs> nothing. They do nothing. Yeah. They just take up fucking room in your inventory. And the thing this about the game big... is so ridiculous. Yeah. And the thing about the big metals is... I gave the guy about 50 of them you know, throughout the game. Uh-huh. I found 50 of them, and I didn't even go everywhere. Yep. And I keep giving this guy items, and I'm like, okay, sooner or later, he's going to give me something, right? Uh, turns out you only get something for finding all of them. You yep. don't. There aren't milestones. Nope. <laughs> so so you, know, you know what the real kick in the pants is about this, right? I don't know, dude. You can't find all of them. Why not? Because it's glitched. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, man. There's a massive thread on GameFAQs that's ancient about... Because people are obsessed about like the weird secrets in this game. Yeah. Because the development story of this game is a little strange. There was a version of this game that came out first in Japan that had more content. And then they released a slimmed-down version. I don't know what that means, but... They removed certain features, or they did something to this game mm. when they released it in the West. And one of the things that people assumed they did was they broke certain side quests, like the Big Metal side quest. And the mm. thing is, people you know emulated this game, and they go, they went into the code for the game, and they're like, okay, the other metals exist that you can't find. And some people are like, I think I actually know where they're located, but the the thing to pick it up doesn't proc. And I even tried giving myself with like a cheat script, yeah, the exact number, and nothing fucking happened. It, it, so you actually don't get anything anyway. Even if you found like, got all of them, huh? Even if you got all of them, like someone programmed like a thousand big minerals into their inventory and just turned them in one by one by one and nothing fucking happened. But someone did it for like years. They're like, maybe it's a certain number. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's do it after you do this. Maybe this, this, this. Oh my God. And there's actually some legit like weird conspiracy secrets that are really in this game. Huh. So you know the character Alpha, the and the uh, robot the woman. Girl, yeah, I, I didn't find her. So you can easily not find her. There are ways to find her and whatever. But there was some sort of um, rumor, and I don't know how it got started, that you could turn her into a tank part. Huh. And everyone's like, "No, this is fucking bullshit." She can't get turned into it. I tried, blah, blah, blah. But I forget how 
someone must have done it, and that's why the rumor got started, because you can actually do this. What? And the way it works, so this character is like a super-duper endgame, basically like, ah, you finished the game anyway, here, have this OP character. And she's like one-shots everything. Oh, man. And she's really strong, and she has like a, a shit ton of defense and really high HP. But yeah. hmm. if you kill her, Five times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> while she's in your party? Is, while she's in your party. She's an active party member. You know, she doesn't ride a tank. She just runs around. Yeah. Um, and you do that five times, which is hard to do because she's so fucking hard to kill. Then <laughs> a cut scene will trigger where you try and take her where she's like, I'm shutting down, blah, blah, blah. You can watch it on YouTube. What? And, um, you know, oh, I'm sorry. It was been a pleasure to serve all this, like, schlock, whatever. And she dies. And then you tro- go take her back to the dude who's after everyone back to life. Yeah. And he tries to bring her back to life. And he can't. And she explodes. Whoa. And then you take her to some other guy or some other scientist who's like a you know, like a robot scientist, and she's like, sorry. Oh, that girl, yeah. You can, like, upload her consciousness or something, but the her body is, like, gone. I don't know what you want to do with the, the rest of her. And then you take her body over to that crazy tank guy in the desert. Yeah, that know, guy, yeah. The glasses who you can, he can choose make to a tank give for you a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then he <clears throat> turns her into a C unit. <laughs> C unit, dude, that's gonna the, be an epic C unit. It is, and so the C unit in this game governs like the defense, defense of your tank. Of the tank, yes. And that thing apparently, like I looked at the, I'm assuming in the video the guy has like the best one, and then he scrolled down to this one, and he was like double. Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> so I wa- whatever tank you put this on is like invincible. <laughs> That's amazing. This being like a hardcore rumor that no one believed for years on the game. This is like 2006, 2007 was like the height of my time when I actually used like the game facts forums. Dude, it's not that often that like uh, somebody bring that, you know, we're going to hear about a secret and a rumor and a conspiracy that hasn't already (laughs) been well known. Everybody knows what can be done in Dark Souls already. Everybody knows... This, all the secrets of uh, Shadow of the Colossus, finally, finally, now. Yeah, that's another one. <laughs> that was yeah. a great one, right? But everybody knows it because it's kind of a famous game. But True. Metal Saga, man, nobody knows this amazing story you just told me except us listening to this. So thank <laughs> you, Mel. <laughs> yeah, that was this amazing. game is really obscure to begin with. Yeah. So like the odds that people really even know what this game is are kind of low to begin with. And then there's all these fucking secrets. There's actually a thread, and I'll see if I can find it, and I'll put it in the video, like in the chat somewhere, where a developer actually responded years after this game came out to like all these questions. I'm not Whoa. sure if they actually responded on Game Packs or it was just like copy-pasted onto Game Packs or something. But, like, they were trying to, like, talk about their intention behind some of the things that they did that were kind of mysterious. And they're like, well, it's been a few years since we looked at this game. Well, you know, we've all moved on. and But I don't try and shed some light on this, 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 this. And it's been years since I even read that thread. But I, I'll see if I can dig it up. That must, have been in, that must have been an 
epic read if you've ever played this yeah. game. Oh my god! Yeah, this, I mean, you can get you can get lost in the weeds a little bit with this game, but because at first it seems very simple, and then you keep playing it, and you're like, oh, there's a lot of shit in here. Uh, and there kind of is. There's, this game's kind of nuts like that. It's like, totally nuts. Secrets, I, the secrets and the little things here and there. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's crazy because um, I started watching a Let's Play after I was finished with the game. And mm-hmm. I was listening to just what this guy was saying in the very beginning, uh, the first couple episodes. And he's like, everything in this game is a secret. You have access to the final <laughs> dungeon. as soon you, you can just go to the final dungeon assuming you could survive. That's the only thing. Sure. To as soon as you step out of the first town, if you could survive the journey, you could just go there. <laughs> this game has several endings to it. I got uh, like four of them, dude. Yeah, you can end the game within minutes. I did that. <laughs> yeah, if you pick the right. Like, so, I want to be a mechanic. Okay, game yeah. over. So let, let's tell the audience this. So uh, there are lots of places where you can suddenly. Kind of like Chrono Trigger, there are lots of places where you can decide to end the game, although it's a little more obvious in this game how to end yeah. the game. But the yeah. first time when you play it, you're not going to – it's nothing. It's going to be a but thou must situation, <laughs> yeah, which, which, which means even if you say no, please help me, and you say no, they're going to say, well, please help me again. They're just going to keep saying it over and over again. Yeah. And in the very beginning – you hear the story of how your father's a hunter and being a hunter is awesome. But then your mom's like, so I want you to be a mechanic. Choose, please. Please choose mechanic for me. It's safer. And I'm, I'm like, a mechanic. Just okay. stay at home with me and be a mechanic. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good life. I'll be a mechanic. And the game ended. <laughs> it, and it said literally like the crow. The, it said, and then Zoltan was one of the best mechanics in the in the land, but his life was super boring, and he never did this, and he never did that. And he said, they say a bunch of things that you can do in the game. Uh, one of them was uh, wake up like the robot weapon, female weapon robot, the girl, Alpha. I never got her, but <laughs> he didn't do that. He didn't do this. He didn't do that. And his life was boring, and then he had kids, and their lives were boring too. And then the credits roll. <laughs> I'm like, what? Oh, my God. And so then... It's- there was that one, and there were like, there's two more endings that I got though. Before, aside from that one, so like when you go to the second town or something, um, you're gonna meet your best friend I think, whose name is Misha, and she's yeah. like a mechanic. She's a tank mechanic herself, yep. and when you first talk to her, you're talking to her with the intention of, hey, I need a mechanic because I'm gonna have, I have a tank, and I don't, mm-hmm. and I don't have a mechanic. Join my party. That's what you're thinking when you're going there. And that's, in the end, what you actually do. But one of the options to talk to her is, hey, let's get married. <laughs> and I'm like, click. And the game ended again. They got married, and that was the end of the game again. And the credits rolled. Yeah. And then uh, the last ending I got was when I was trying to fight. So this game, we didn't mention that this game, uh, the main thing you're supposed to do is go to a kind of a a wanted board where there's just a whole bunch of wanted posters of outlaws, famous outlaws, and find mm-hmm. all the famous outlaws who are the bosses mm-hmm. of the game and kill them. And I could not kill. I, I was. Uh, I'm sorry. I found my way to the outlaw called Father Muscle, who oh. is a guy who he's called Father because he created his own religion about being buff and being buff. This is maybe one of the strangest <laughs> parts of this game. Yeah, and so like. 
the the you when you you're in the dungeon so, so to speak. I mean, it's a dungeon, but it's it's really just the father muscle. Like, like a father building. muscles gym cult. Gym cult, exactly. It is a cult, and you're not supposed to leave, right? So you go in there, and he's like, "Hey, uh, uh, I have like a special training just for you because you seem gifted. Are you interested?" And I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> and and uh, they we're in standing in a line of a few people that are in line to get this special training, and the dude before you walks into the room with just like a regular shirt and pants. And the woman mm-hmm. and is a woman as well. They walk in, and they walk out in like literally five seconds later, and they are shirtless and Very unbelievably buff. buff, like with steroids yeah. buff. <laughs> yes. And then like they're like, okay, go into the room, and you have the mm-hmm. choice to go in or not go in. And I'm like, go in. Okay. And then they're like, okay. Sit down in the chair, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Sit down in the chair, well, or don't do sit in the chair. Yes or no? Yeah. I, I'm like, yes. <laughs> and then I, I got like <laughs> my mind, like literally, like brainwashed yeah, with a machine. Yeah, and yep. uh, and we got roided up instantly, and all my whole party was buff, and that was the end of the game again. Yeah. And you role. like pose in front of the camera, all yeah. very big and buff, and then it's the end of the game. <laughs> so those are the three endings I got, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this game really kind of goes off the deep end in a lot of different ways. And also, like, the the writing in this game is pretty funny, too. Like, yeah, dude, dude, you know that the localization team took all kinds oh, of uh, um, liberties, right? Cause, like, oh, man. Just, like, simple things that they ask you, like, hey, how's it going, man? And one of the things you can reply is, like, I, it, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but they're all, like... Um, they have, like, weird little, like... Fucking, they're sayings from the eighties. <laughs> yeah, kinda. Like everything is. Don't, that's my name. Don't wear it out and stuff like that. Kinda, yeah. <laughs> everything has like sort of um, like a, a funnier response to it than you might expect. Exactly. For like basic conversation prompts. Totally. Like uh, there's um, those arcade machines that yeah. you can like download the game for. Yeah. And it's like, sure. I like piracy or whatever. <laughs> exactly. So that's the option you choose. I like piracy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think this is the first game and the only game that I've heard someone use the term milk. <laughs> oh yeah. It was in there. Wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing that for the first time. In Referring to the dude's, your dude's mom. Yeah. Your own mother. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, that lady's a milf. And then your, your character says dot, dot, dot. Cause he's a silent yeah. protagonist. Dot, dot, <laughs> dot. And then the guy's like, wait, that's your mother. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh, no. sorry. Gotta go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and like the dialogue when it's trying to be funny is actually pretty damn funny um, most of the time, which <laughs> is not something I would have expected out of this time in games or whatever. But I think, like you said, the localization team probably was like, look, this story super fucking doesn't matter. <laughs> We're just going to have everyone say whatever the fuck. <laughs> I mean, probably in Japanese, the guy was like, uh, the the characters were all acting, uh, saying things in these really, you know, flippant, uh, just unusual ways that you'd never say in real life, I guess. What they would say, though, probably didn't translate directly at all. Yeah. What's shaking bacon or something like that? (laughs) Yeah, who knows? Yeah. 
Yeah, so this this game has a lot of strange appeal. Yeah, to I, it. I'm sorry. Were we talking about something before we talked about the endings? Um, I was mentioning Alpha, and I was mentioning oh, the secret. Um, yeah. yeah, just like the secrets that this game is sort of deeply yeah. embedded with, and the endings being one of them. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so yeah. that's crazy. <laughs> All those that, secrets it, and endings. All those endings are very strange. Uh, I, I hardly you, you made a good comparison to Chrono Trigger. I didn't even think of that. Oh yeah, and and th- something funny about this game, man. Like I didn't find that many. I found like fifteen to twenty bosses. I think outlaws that I killed. Sure. But, uh To be honest, I didn't actually find that many story scenes at all. Um, no, they're they're very like sparse. Are they? They're probably yeah, they just are. more hidden than even you found. Maybe. I'm sure there are. I know I didn't get everything in this game ever any, during any time of my playthroughs, but it's mostly like I went to a town and these like fucking dudes in suits are somewhere showed talking up. about something. Yeah. They showed up and they left or I fought them and they, or they didn't fight them and yeah. they had something to do with something, but <laughs> it doesn't seem to really matter. <laughs> it's certainly not what your protagonists are like dealing with on a moment-to-moment basis or talking about or anything you're just kind of exploring and your mercenaries that are trying to just make money by killing these outlaws which yeah. feels like a giant side quest more than a story so yeah it, i don't know it, this isn't a story game yeah all. i mean well it's yeah it's not a story game in that way but i mean i kind of appreciate so when you have a game like that what you're getting is um you're getting the Dragon War experience where the king just says, go go save, uh, go kill the Dragon Lord and restore peace to the kingdom, and that's everything. And then the story is you doing it. Is The adventure is the... The story is the adventure you had, you know? You walked sure. into the cave, tried to fight the yeah. green dragon, and he flamed your ass, and you died, and you had to go kill slimes for another 10 years before <laughs> you were strong enough to do it. Yeah, and, you know and, how it goes. Yeah, and you know, um, in the case of Dragon Warrior 1, uh, I think it it uh, had a really great effect, uh, you know, because like, you save the princess. Like, you know from the beginning of the game, not the beginning, but like from talking to people in the game, okay, a long time ago, freaking Erdrick had these three items. He had like the metal and this and that, and he used them to make a rainbow bridge to go to the Charlotte Castle. So I need to do that. Right. And then, and then throughout the game, you're like, where's that goddamn metal? And freaking, <laughs> then somebody's like, oh, there's a metal that's like this far west and this far east, south of the mm-hmm. castle. And you're like, well, how would I ever find that? Because you can't really just take the steps directly because there are lots of things in your way. And then you save freak, freak Princess Gwalen, and then you use her love, which is an item in your inventory, and she tells you exactly where you are in relation to the castle. And it's like, whoa, now I see. That's amazing. And it kind of feels like a big adventure that you really went on in that way. And I think that's what they're going for, or at least, yeah, I think that's what they were going for with this game, where it's okay, Probably. go have some fun, you know, see what happens in your life as a hunter fighting outlaws mm-hmm. and seeing what's out there. And uh, it happened to me on a few occasions where I was like, ooh, now I'm excited to do this story. Um, but most of the time it was just like, okay. Just, just, I, I, I walked in this town. These guys were bullying some other guys. I killed the yeah. bullies. 
and it was easy because I had grinded somewhere that I shouldn't have grinded. <laughs> <laughs> so it was easy. Kind of. The only one that I remember being really, really attached to, aside from you know wondering what those guys on the black suits were all about, was when you arrived at the uh, Torikami is the name of the city, maybe Torikami mm-hmm. Murakami, mm-hmm. where um. You know, it's like the Japanese style town, yeah. and the yep. girl there, who's just like a little girl, her name is Kaede, and her mom's about her mom and dad are about to sacrifice her to an Orochi, which is like a giant oh, dragon that's thing. That's right. And when I heard that, I was like, "Oh shit!" Because she's just this cute little girl, man. And so, okay, gotta save Kaede. So I'm going into that cave, searching for the Orochi. It was so goddamn maze-like and driving me crazy. But I had so much motivation to kill that son of a bitch. And uh, when I came back, I was like, nothing happened, unfortunately. Just she was happy, and I was happy about that. Exactly. So it was kind of anticlimactic, but I was happy to do that job. And that was a story that I experienced in Metal Saga. <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, like probably one of the few that were at all standout. Like I kind of forgot entirely about that. For me, this was entirely about let me hunt around for these tanks because I kind of got obsessive for a little bit about getting all the tanks because they all look kind of cool and some of them they look do. cooler than others and yeah. some of them are a little bigger than the other ones and there are some like kind of hard to get ones that have special requirements that you gotta like do sort of a side quest here or there. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're kind of cool to look at, but um. Yeah, it was all it was all stuff like that that hooked me in. The story was very ancillary. Um, and speaking of the tanks, and this is sort of like a gameplay thing, but have you, did you ever encounter this issue where, oh, all right, I'm going to go park outside of this bar, like a, a building mm-hmm. I have to walk into on foot. Okay, I parked. Now I want to go to get back into my uh, tanks the last party member in line is too far away to get into their tank, and so they get unassigned from it. Well, they get unassigned. Did that happen? They didn't get unassigned from it permanently, though. They just so then you get you move closer to the tank, and then just push the online get on could, board button again, and they get in it. I don't know. It wouldn't work for me. I had to like go into the menu and tell them you go to this tank. Oh, that didn't like, happen to me. They would forget. It was weird. So what I ended up having to do was because the way in this game it does that old school thing where all your characters follow you in a line. Yeah. <laughs> which is like a thing old game, role-playing games used to do. Yeah. And that's true for the tanks, too. So everyone kind of gets into their tank in a line. So you have a whole row of tanks and a dog running around everywhere. And if you if they're too far away when you press the board, the tank button, the last person in line is like, ah, and they don't get in their tank. And they just keep running around on foot yeah so what i would do (laughs) was i would like coil my characters up in a little ball right Mm. before i parked the tanks it was (laughs) the dumbest fucking thing (laughs) so that way they'd all be in one spot and it would look like shit but it would work at least (laughs) stop breaking the game for me i just pushed the board button again and it was fine then i don't know maybe i didn't think to do that but it was weird i don't know (laughs) That was like a weird old school issue with the way characters all have to be on screen at the same time. Like yeah. They're in a line. They're following you. Like, <laughs> they're there. But I don't know. It's like kind of a weird thing that certain games are. Grandia does this, I think. 
Oh, yeah, they are all on the screen, aren't they? They're all on the screen in a weird, like, fucking hold-your-hand line. Yeah. It's strange. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I think on the whole, this is kind of like a strangely charming game with a lot of flaws. It's definitely like a B-tier game. It's not like a top-tier game by any stretch. Mm. But there's like a weird sort of gravity and like charm to the entire experience. Yeah. That definitely Mm. made me want to replay at least for myself. Um, I don't know if this is something you might ever revisit in the future. I'm not sure. It's so it's so hard to know. Like right after you played it, sure. you're just tired of playing it, right? Because you just sure. played it for fifty hours. Hours but, um, and hours. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, so at my current moment, right? Uh, uh, opinion, right? At this moment is that it was like I see what the appeal of it all is, and I sure. I I kind of like that. Uh, but I don't know. In the end. The whole game is for, I mean, it's my own fault, I suppose. But the whole game is just going to the next area and holding the L2 button and the X button at the same time. <laughs> and then, You're not wrong. You're and not. Then you just do that and then go back somewhere else to get healed and come back and doing that over and over again. And then going to the next area. And then after you're done grinding for as much as you want to grind, then you go back and actually look for stuff. And every dungeon is like... It's like, re- dude, every dungeon is like real life. Like, there's this freaking park. There's this building you go into. It's like oh, an office sure. building, like in the beginning yeah. of the game. It's a lot of those. And, <laughs> yeah. And, my God, they're like as complex as real office buildings. They all have, every room has multiple exits and entrances, l- tons <laughs> of floors in this one single building. It's just like so hard to keep it all uh to to you know really know where you've been and where you haven't been yeah. going through these goddamn dungeons but the whole time you're utterly annihilating annihilating everything in literally 2 seconds per battle like the loading screen oh, yeah. for the battle is longer than the battle totally is yes yes um, 100% and then and then you find the boss and they say something and then you do the same thing to them and you get one experience point for them and so it's all my fault because I kept going further, further, further out into the world map and then going back to make things a little bit easier for so myself, I guess, because that was something fun. Something that I think maybe you uh, grinded past was the kind of harrowing experience of the dungeons. So if you were grinding in the overworld primarily, right? Mostly, yes. Yeah. So by the time you actually went down into any of the dungeons, you were probably, like you said, like, one shot at all the encounters. Mm. And they really weren't doing any damage. But if you're at the level of the encounters in the dungeons, the dungeons become like these really grueling tests of, all right, how prepared are you? Did you bring all the items you need to bring? Do you have enough healing items? Are you going to be able to get out of here without losing a dude and having to tow your tanks out? Because mm. you can only tow one tank at a time. Yes. So if two guys die, <laughs> then it's going to be a problem. And you got to leave the tank there and come back for it. I know. <laughs> you have to go back later <laughs> to pick up your tank. I kind of like yeah. that. It's realistic. <laughs> there's, there's, they did that thing where they're trying to make every like outing like a journey where, all right, get your supplies together. Yeah. It's going to be a sort of like a journey thing where you got to make sure that you did all your provisioning correctly. So, but, mm. 
you can grind past that. <laughs> you can grind past that, but so I did experience it a few times because uh, you know when you go into a new area for one thing, and then also that freaking Father Muscle Dungeon, man. I tried That's it. Rough. It took they me four times. You yeah, you're locked yeah. in, right? So you just game over and then reload, or is the only choices. Um, and thank God you can't save inside. I don't think you can save inside. That might have been suicide. Um. <laughs> I think you can. Can you? Actually, that so you did scary. the right thing. It probably made like either a different slide, save slide, or you just didn't save. I don't yeah. Know. Um. So. Yeah, it's just it's so easy to 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 not know what level is the right level because I swear, like sometimes you get into the boss battle and you're just hopelessly outmatched. Um, oh yeah. No, yeah, I've gotten slapped down by some bosses in this game, like hardcore. Yeah, and so. I guess really the thing, if they wanted to, it to be more successful to me as the kind of adventure game where you're supposed to have everything prepared, all your skills and all your items ready, mm-hmm. the thing they could have done, two things they could have done. No, just one thing they could have done. Because you, you have a, a limit of items you can uh, carry. At first I was going to say they should get rid of the limit, but no, that's not what they should do. They should just get rid of all the useless crap. <laughs> <laughs> like, like all those rocks, get them out. Oh my all the God. all the junk that you have to yeah. like later take um, up space. Just there's so much stuff that takes up space. Oh. You don't know what you need. You don't know which piece of vehicle <laughs> junk is the one that's going to be synthesized onto the ultimate freaking C unit. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so you keep them all, and then you know you're supposed to go into the dungeon at the correct level. But every time I did that, I was just like, okay, let me dump all my stuff because I'm going to find a million things yeah, in the dungeon. So I dumped like everything. I can count as possible. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah, so I guess it wasn't working out for me. I mean, it's very obvious in Dragon Warrior because there aren't any other items to get. Okay, I got a torch and I got yes. my equipment and I can buy freaking six herbs. And that's all I can have in the whole world. I guess I'll get all that and then go out. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. In hindsight, I think it's kind of a hilarious joke to play on the player. Like, kind of cruel, but kind of <laughs> funny, I think, to be like, ah, oh, we're going to limit your inventory. We're also just going to give you a ton of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it does nothing. <laughs> Goddamn mysterious rocks. I hate them. Oh, my God. It's so funny. <laughs> I can just see you, like... Having an inventory full of fucking rocks, and you're like, ah, oh, shit, this really good healing item. Ah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have room in your inventory for. The- okay, well, what do I get rid of? Carve this rock. I guess I can get rid of the rock. <laughs> yeah, I got. Oh, damn it. And I kept finding I- like photo number five, photo number six. I'm like, oh dude, my god, yes, dude. If you get all of the photos, it's gonna be something epic. I gotta keep all the photos, right? Yeah, bro. You can't keep all the photos. You <laughs> That's got what I five thought. of those royal slippers. You gotta keep all five. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of that. It's going right in storage. So overall, my opinion of the game is it's um like I don't really want to play it again now. I don't feel that way sure. now. Um, like when I think back to other games that you've had me play, um, definitely I would love to go back and play some Shadow Hearts two again or some Botan Kaito's Origins again. Sure. Um, yeah, I'm not in the mood to play this one again. <laughs> even though I think it's your role playing game. <laughs> yeah, like I even though the 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 was the word not the theory but the concept like it sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I like I do like the idea of the layout. It's just it's it's open, completely open, and go find oh, yeah. some things to do, and that's fine. I guess really what they could have done, uh, even if they wanted to keep the item limit, is maybe they could have just had done the thing that uh, Oblivion does, the Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion does, and levels up enemies with you. Uh, oh sure. I mean, if they did it better than Oblivion did Oblivion, there's this heat, harsh freaking difficulty spike. Yeah, they kind of messed that up. So they messed it up. Yeah, because then you walk around and you're killing crabs one day, level up a few times, come back to the same spot, and all of a sudden there are freaking will-o'-wisps that you can't hit with physical attacks. And it's like, <laughs> what do I do? And you run away from everything. It's a huge problem. But yeah, but when they... when In the beginning, it's just going up nice and smoothly. It feels good because everything you do feels challenging, in, in my opinion, and I really liked it. I kind of wish they did that with this game now Now that I think about... Now that I know what they're going for with the whole open world and find everything yourself. Yeah. Everything is optional kind of gameplay style. So, yeah, I'm going to say it's all right. <laughs> that's my yeah. That's my that, that, position. It's kind of where I'm at with this game. I think it's a special game that definitely deserves some attention, but I, I wouldn't put this high up on a pedestal of like this is a must play if you you know you got some time on your hands you're really into role-playing games especially turn-based games and And you want something you know you want something unique you want something kind of charming you want something easy to fucking like sink time into this game's not gonna resist like you can (laughs) grind easy grind yeah easiest grind out of all the games we play, it's so fast, yeah. It's easy, easy grind. So if you're into that, you know, definitely consider this game. Uh, you know, you can. I don't know how easy it is to find. You know, uh, the, the... I think I paid sixty bucks for it. You did. All right, so maybe it's not that hard. So it's not to find. that bad, yeah. You know, this is actually a, a kind of a big famous series, though. It's from the Metal Max series. Did you know that? Yeah. So I mentioned that at the top of the show, but I also mentioned that neither of us really know anything about that series. Yeah, we don't. But, uh, I mean, there's like a recently a game in that series came out. Metal Max Xeno is a recent did. game, right? Yeah, and I saw some videos of it, and it doesn't look very good. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just looks like... it. I feel like this entire series has never, ever once stepped a toe out of this exact like bandwidth of quality where it's like this kind of middling role-playing game for whatever era it's in at the moment Mm. and it kind of feels like that although i wonder because the new one seems like a, a more like sort of hd full of people talking at you fucking yeah. slower experience which if metal max or Metal Saga in general were to go on, I would want it to definitely preserve the speed and the ease of use that this game still stands head and shoulders above a lot of other games. Yeah. You know, that would be my big, 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 like, draw if it were to continue and be a thing that I care about in the future, (laughs) for sure. Yeah, I think I agree. Yeah, so here's hoping other games take lessons from this 2006 PS2 role-playing game no one really heard of. <laughs> Dude, It doesn't they... even have the same name as the rest of the series. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, they had to change it for some reason because of... Uh, yeah, there was some reason. Uh, I don't publishers why. changing and stuff like that. That's true, yes. Data East or something was the original publisher, and they went oh, out yeah, of business or something. Of... Yes. Yeah, 
So, uh, by the way, the max level is 255 in this game. Same as Star Ocean. Uh, 255. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, that's That would probably take forever. <laughs> this guy who wrote that said, I couldn't get past level 173 uh, because, oh. because of how, you know... <laughs> it just keeps uh, giving only like one yeah, experience and stuff eventually. Like, you gotta get one point, so that's one times however. Like, look at how many battles there is. It's insane. Mm. Hundreds of thousands of battles. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. I think that wraps it up for all the questions I had for you. Is there anything left on the table you want to address? Hmm. I think we got everything. We didn't mention the graphics, so I'll just say that they're sure they look kind of nice, in my opinion. Um, I really enjoyed the uh, you know the character text boxes all have portraits, anime art portraits. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all look really nice, in my opinion. Um, you can color the tanks different colors. That's, that's right. You can paint your tanks. I painted my buggy the first time. It There's takes a, a really long fucking, time. Like weird paint shop pro fake yeah. ass. Photoshop in this game. It's weird. Yeah, they put it in there. <laughs> Way it, more complicated than it needs to be. Yeah, they could have done something to make it a little more simple, I think. But I, I yeah. still had fun, you know, messing around with it. That was cool. Just one time, anyway. <laughs> and yeah, um, I liked that. Um, and also, another thing was, like, there are so many... I mean, lots of things I didn't find. And there are, like, some uh, game gameplay things that I couldn't figure out how they work. So, for example, I saved Kaede from being sacrificed to the Orochi, right? Mm-hmm. And after that, I went down. That's the first town I time. That town, I believe, is the first time you can just buy, quote unquote, decorations. And so I went into the oh. decoration shop and I, or gifts, I mean, not decorations, but gifts. And I went into the gift shop and I bought like a ch- a fireplace and a couch and stuff. <laughs> And I'm like, that's awesome. And you choose who you want to send it to. And I decided yeah. to send it to Kaide. And then I went to her house. And I'm like, okay, where's all the nope. shit that I bought for you? I don't know where it goes. It disappeared. It was gone. There was nothing. Where does that appear? I don't know. She didn't mention I... thank you for the gifts either. I don't oh. know. I'm annoyed about Just that. Spent your money on the fireplace. Uh... <laughs> I, you can send it to several of the women in this game. I don't think you can send it to any of the dudes, but you can send it to different yeah. women. I think you send some to and, your mom too, right? Or to your sister, yeah, I guess. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, and I guess the idea is that there's like a relationship mechanic built into this, but I don't think it's actually in this game. <laughs> no, no, I, I think it is in the game, dude, because I think several of the endings are that you can marry someone. So your sister? Maybe not sister, but you can. <laughs> you can't marry Kaida either. But there are a couple other oh. characters aside from Misha that you can marry. Mm. So that's interesting. <laughs> well, you know, I must not have uh, played too much around with that system, but uh, so maybe... yeah, you're right. There's a lot of other strange uh, things. Oh, uh, did you know that one of the tanks that you can get is a bus? I did. I didn't get it, but I I found out. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know how to get it? I don't know how. You have to go to a special vendor, and mm-hmm. then he sells a bus stop sign. <laughs> and it stops and then... the bus, and then you can get it. You fight <laughs> it, and then you get it. Because you put the stop sign, it has to stop. Yep. So And then you fight it, huh? <laughs> I think you fight it in a boss fight or something. Yeah. Or maybe it just shows up. Yeah, I forget. 
But uh, yeah, there's there, this game is so fucking weird. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I think that's gonna cover it. I think we talked this game to death a little bit, but yeah, I, think so, uh, yeah. I, I think it's uh, worth some time in the sun. Some people have to show this game some love, damn it, on YouTube. <laughs> Besides the other guy that you said you saw. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm glad that I, I I was able to check this out though, and now I own it, so <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, this is this is a fun little extra to have if you're really deep into the role playing scene, like I said. This so. this is one. So last thing that I was gonna say and I forgot sure. to say, um, this game is one of those I guess you could call it an exploration game or a secrets game if you want. But and by that mm. I just mean it's not like. It's not like what is it not like? It's not like Chrono Trigger. Also Final Fantasy like. Thirteen. Okay, well, yeah, that's the extreme example. Maybe. Let's go uh, seven. Let's go seven. It's not seven, like sure. FF Seven, where it takes you through this and this and this and this and this, and on the way you find most of the stuff that you're gonna sure. need. Um, it's more like Final Fantasy Six, which also takes you through it. But in the case of Final Fantasy Six, there's a whole bunch of secrets to go out and find and look for yourself all the esper magicites that you want to get all these mm. different secret weapons and all this stuff to do in final fantasy 6 to just dig your whole spend your whole life away looking for if you wanted to do that without using guides and stuff and i imagine that is some really fun a, a fun thing to do and so this game is also like that, and Star Ocean 2 is the only Star Ocean game. I don't know about 1. I'm not sure about that, but 2, 3, 4, and 5. 2 is also like that, where most there's like so much optional stuff, even characters and mm. amazing weapons and things, that you can just find if you search and search and search all these different ways. And I think there's something about this type of game, this style of game, and you know, Dark Souls are that, are that way too. It sure. seems to be really popular, more popular than more linear ones, I think. Like, I want to say that these games where they just hide a bunch of stuff and it, it's all optional, yeah. it makes the games more popular than just the more straightforward ones, in my opinion. Like, everybody says that Star Ocean 2 is the best Star Ocean. A lot of people like 3, but it is not at all like Star Ocean 2, um, and people seem to prefer that. A lot of people prefer 6 over 7 and all the other ones. So, a lot of people yeah. prefer Demon Souls and Dark Souls to whatever game it should be compared to. So, <laughs> yeah, I I just find that to be a phenomenon that is real. Yeah, people like that mystery part of it. I think that's kind of what kept it in my mind over the years. Um, I don't know why I bought this game initially. I'm not sure what the story is behind. I guess I was just very bored, and I was like, "I'll take whatever." It's turn-based, okay. I mean, you had PS2, so you had access to a lot of games. I had a, yeah, exactly. So there was a lot of in 2006. There was a lot of other stuff on the table, and a lot of other backlog games that I probably hadn't played yet because I got a PS2 pretty late. Um, and you chose so Metal Saga. <laughs> chose Metal Saga at some point. I mean, I had a lot of other role-playing games, so maybe it was later on. I don't know what year it was when I bought this. But um, I also don't know why I bought it. But I'm really <laughs> glad that I did. Like, how the fuck did I find this fucking game? Yeah. But it's just like one of those weird things that I look at and I think about and like, no one talks about this pretty good game. <laughs> yeah. I'm just so glad that I got to hear this story about uh, Alpha 
being yeah. changed into a Turned tank into party. a damn suit. Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> Yeah, that's that a, a weird story. one. <laughs> There's a really, really old YouTube video uh, that's like back from the 10 minute time limit on YouTube days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's still up that you can find of having, you know, this whole situation. And I think just even browsing the GameFAQs forums is like kind of interesting. Yeah, it's got to be pretty, pretty still discuss this game like to a s- small degree today. Mm. So... Yeah, if you have time and you're really into it, like I said, give this game a go. Uh, I would recommend it if you do have some time and you're really into it. Um, oh, yes. Well, I think that does wrap it up. Yes. For this episode, episode 17 of Turn-Based Memories. Um, shall we give a peek as to what we're working on next? Yeah, so for the next one now, we're changing our style a little bit. Uh, yeah, as you as you notice, only the person who who played the game before is making a a scripted segment, and also now when we choose the game, uh, instead of one person assigning the other, uh, the person who's going to play the game can look at the other person's list of games that they have prepared, and just choose the one that they want to play. So yeah. Next is Mel, a uh, game that next Mel will play a game that he has not. He's played it a little bit, but he hasn't finished it before. But I have yeah. played it all the way to completion multiple mm. times. What Ooh. game is that that you have chosen from my list, Mel? Oh man! So this is a game that I played for just a few hours, and then life got in the way. This mm. is the PS3 game, Resonance of Fate. Oh yeah. Hot it's, damn. <laughs> it's not the freaking, by the way, Jam in the comment section is going to go out of his mind because he loves that game. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah. this is going to be interesting. This is going to be a game. This is going to be a game to talk it's, about. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And it's probably going to be, um, I'm expecting because uh, even though Mel has only played a few hours, he had kind of an opinion that it was good back then. So I'm expecting, we don't know for sure, but I'm expecting this is going to turn into another one of those gush fits like Final Fantasy XII. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll see. A little bit probably. We'll see. Uh, That's going to come at a later date, uh, probably much sooner rather than later because I've already gotten a good way through it. Um, So don't worry. It's not going to be another half a year before we get another one of these out. Yeah. Um, And after that? Also, hmm. yeah, after that, well, after that, we're we're toying with the idea of getting into the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, right? It comes out in April like thirteenth or something, right? April thirteenth. I think that we date? can definitely make that date for the next episode. Um, so we will have over two the next months. So mm. yeah, definitely, I'm on track for that. Okay. So um, we're gonna probably be looking at like a play along for those of you who are. Listen to this, you probably have some interest in Final Fantasy VII Remake, and so do we. So yeah. um, we'll be playing that, most likely. And if you want to play alongside us, and then also feel free to let us know what your thoughts are on the game in our video that's going to come up. Uh, and, you know, the comment sections are kind of functioning as our social media platform yeah so, basically <laughs> but, you know we don't do as we said before we don't do social media if you've chosen re- to mm. abstain a little bit 
If you really want, you can search for me. I think I'm at Legendary Zoltan on Twitter, but I mean... I also have a Twitter that I don't... I have not logged into for years. Don't log so. into it, Mel. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. <laughs> it's destroying our attention span. Can you even well, read books anymore? Probably not, right? Probably not. You're just going to start thinking about Twitter if you, if you, when you start reading a book. So just don't log into Twitter. <laughs> All right, that's going to finally do it for us here. Uh, thank you, Zoltan. Thank you, Mel. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, indeed. And have a good day, a good night, whatever time it is. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>